Hey guys, Mont here, and welcome to another episode of The Spinner Room on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM, the home of everything indie. I'm going to be discussing some of my favorite albums from the 90s today, out of two of my favorite bands of all time, Pavement and Built and Spill. I'm also going to be talking a little bit about what I'm expecting for the summer 2018, as this is going to be our last episode of the semester. So, looking forward to giving you guys some fantastic recommendations, and also, check us out on Facebook, please. But here is Virginia Rio Around the Fountain by Built the Spill off their live album. Let's listen to it for a little while. That is Doug March and Built the Spill. is absolute genius on the guitar. Bands like Built the Spill really make me question the fact that people continue to think that the best guitar solos are confined to the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Really, Built the Spill presented some of the best guitar tones, best guitar style playing that indie rock has ever seen. And I sincerely mean that. If you listen to their albums, the guitar lines are interweaving. They're so complex. They're so interesting. And you're going to hear a few of them on this episode. Because like I said, I'm going to be covering three, really two, of my favorite albums from the 90s, which is Keep It Like a Secret and Crooked Rain, Crooked Rain by Pavement and Built the Spill, respectively. But like I was saying, the guitar lines on that song are just absolutely out of this world. And that was live. So... I want to get also into a little bit of what I'm expecting for the rest of 2018 because this is the last episode of The Spin Room until the fall or until August, basically. So there's going to be quite a lot of material released over that time gap. And I'm going to be down in Mississippi, so I'm going to be trying to get material out to you guys via Facebook, via my blog, which you should check out. It's linked on the Facebook, The Spin Room Hillsdale at Facebook.com. I'm also going to be doing a podcast, hopefully, over Anchor. So... Be aware of that. Check that out when it happens. I'll keep you updated. But anyways, so I want to talk a little bit about John Hopkins. He released his new album today, The Singularity. And I'm not going to be able to play much of the music of that album on this show just because of the fact that it's not like AAL because it is an electronic album, but it's not like there's a crux to it. It's a continually flowing album, and it really has no apex or critical moment to it, which is nice in context. But again, it's really hard to pick singles off the album except the one that he released. And even that song in the context of the album is incredibly long. And I want to be able to do the songs justice because they do flourish and they are nice. But anyways, John Hopkins released his first album since I believe 2013. And he's been doing wonders to EDM and Microhouse. But this he released his last album back when EDM was popular. EDM as a genre has sort of died out, and Microhouse was on a more arty edge of EDM. Not the stuff that you'd expect people to get up on stage and sort of prance around and smash buttons with. Yeah, that happens, but John Hopkins brings a new level of artistry to the type of music he presents. So, how do I feel about Singularity? My opinions are sort of mixed on it. I've listened to this album twice, which is incredibly weird for me, 
Normally, I listen to an album through once and then go back and pick highlights. But this required me to go through twice. And the album is like an hour and 13 minutes long. So that's unprecedented for me. The way I can compare it to is sort of the vapidness of Explosions in the Sky. If you've ever listened to Explosions in the Sky, they are a third wave post-rock band. And to a lot of post-rock purists, they really represent the cold play of post-rock. And the reason for that is just they overuse crescendos and they overuse beautiful atmospheres to create that suspense rather than actually composing something interesting in itself, by itself. And they rely a lot on that instant gratification or suspended gratification that is eventually released in one massive crescendo. And this is done over and over again, and it becomes sort of a cliche for a lot of these newer post-rock bands. So I sort of feel like Singularity is like that to an extent. It values suspending the songs for long periods of times and then releasing them in sort of like a chaotic and beautiful manner. But that's not all the album does. Saying that that's the only criticism I have of it would be sort of unjust because John Hopkins does a lot of fantastic things on here. I love the flow and sequencing of this album. It feels like one cohesive project all through the one hour and 13 minutes that it's running. And that's really nice. And the production is stellar. It's incredibly clear. It's crisp. You can hear all the instruments clearly. It's not muddied. It's such a well-produced album. It sounds expensive as all get out. And it's something that you should definitely check out if you are interested in music you can sit down and study to, but also really listen to in an intense manner. So anyways, that's how I feel about the new John Hopkins album. I gave it a 7.5 out of 10. I'm going to be doing a write-up for the song, or the album rather, on my blog, and also that will be visible on my Facebook. So again, please check those out. I know I've dropped sort of a promotion for those twice on this episode, but this summer they will be quite active because I'll have plenty of time to post on them. So anyways, I just really quick, again, moving on, want to go through some of the releases that are coming up that I'm not going to be able to cover on this show that you should definitely check out if you're interested. So on the 11th of May, what is being released is Beach House 7, which is a fantastic album from the singles of what I've heard. And if you look at the averages on RWAM, which I'm currently banned from permanently, fun fact of the day, it is really, really high for a Beach House release, and it's at 300 ratings, so it's going to be pretty hard to take that down. Also being released on the 11th is the new Arctic Monkeys album, Tranquility Base Hotel and Casino. And the C and the Cake, the Chicago post-rock band that sort of fuses jazz, is releasing their new album any day as well. All three of those I'm sort of interested in, especially the new C and the Cake and especially the new Beach House. Also being released in the future, Frog Eyes is dropping a new album, and it is apparently the final album of Frog Eyes, so please check that out. They've been a quite fantastic band. Parkway Courts is releasing Wide Awake, Ray LaMontag is releasing Part of the Light, and Stephen Malkmus and the Jicks, who I'm going to be talking about a little bit, Stephen Malkmus, the lead singer of Pavement, is releasing his new album Sparkle Hard on the 18th of May. And you also have Churches releasing Love is Dead on the 25th of May. You have Kanye West releasing his new album on the 1st of June, and I'm incredibly looking forward to that. You have Father John Misty also releasing his album God's Favorite Customer on the 1st of June. Nico Case is releasing Hell On on the 1st of June. Oinix Point Never, a fantastic electronic artist, is releasing Age Of. Pete Yorn is releasing a duo with Scarlett Johansson, which is the weirdest thing I've seen on this list that I'm reading off of right now. And looking forward, Lily Allen is also releasing No Shame. Snail Mail is finally releasing Lush, their debut album, on June 8th. And also, there's some other stuff from Melody's Echo Chamber coming out. 
Rolling Blackouts Coastal Fever, Yumi Zuma, uh, and you also have some, if you're interested in it, Florence and the Machine and Dirty Projectors, and that's all the way in July. And then apparently Suede is releasing a new album, the famous Britpop band, The Blue Hour, which is coming out. I can actually cover this because that's 21st of September 2018. So all of those are records coming out fairly soon, give or take, that I'm sort of hyped for. I was just reading off a full list. But anyways, I want to get into the review and the crux of this episode of two albums that I really enjoy. Like I said, Crooked Rain, Crooked Rain by Pavement and Keep It Like a Secret by Built the Spell. These two albums have been very influential in my life and my taste the past year, and I feel the need to cover them because I don't feel like they get enough love. And Pavement is sort of coming back as a band that appeals to Gen Z, but I feel like Pavement needs to be seen more by more people, if that makes any sense. They are that good of a band. They are my favorite band as it stands outside of Radiohead. But we're going to get into the review of Crooked Rain, Crooked Rain first, and I'm going to start off the review by playing one of the songs off the album that is one of my favorites, and this is Silence Kid by Pavement. It's the first song off the album, and here it is. just absolutely hear Pavement's signature style within that opening song. And a lot of people call Pavement a slacker rock band. I feel like that term is sort of disparaging to the band. And here's why. Pavement is crafting beautiful melodies out of what seemingly sounds like just general chaos. Silence Kid is a perfect example of that, and Crooked Rain, Crooked Rain does that consistently. Pavement really refined their melodic sensibilities as they moved on as a band to the point where when they released Terror Twilight, that was all they were focusing on. But in this era of Pavement, there was a beautiful mixing of the type of chaos that was found on Slanted and Enchanted, their debut album, which was more noise rock, and what they have going on here. And they've released some fantastic singles. Pavement almost broke through the mainstream, at least with indie rock. With this next song I'm going to play, Cut Your Hair, it's a song most people remember Pavement for, or no pavement for. And I think this is important an important song because a lot of indie bands are trying to copy this general sound now. And here is Cut Your Hair by Pavement. <laughs> Just a boy with a blue haircut And that's a pretty 
again, you hear Stephen Malkmus presents his vocal style in a fantastic way as well. I absolutely love the vocal style of Stephen Malkmus. It sounds like he doesn't even care. But that's the beauty of it. Malkmus sings in such a free-flowing way that it just feels natural. The melodies come out naturally. And Crooked Rain, Crooked Rain presents this constantly. It's such a fantastic album. I can't get this past enough. It's the best indie band of the 90s presenting the best, most melodic indie from the 90s. This should be more popular than Nevermind, folks, because it is much, much better than Nevermind by Nirvana. The 90s should be remembered for Pavement. They shouldn't be remembered for Nirvana or really any other band because Pavement, I feel like, sort of defined the indie aesthetic during that time to a massive extent. And it was copied a little bit by Modest Mouse later down the road because this album was released in 1994, which is incredible to think think about. It was four years out of the 80s when Crooked Rain, Crooked Rain was released. Music changed so much within that time period. I'm going to play one last song from Crooked Rain, Crooked Rain before we get on the Built to Spill because I want to play longer samples of Built to Spill songs to really give you an idea of their fantastic guitar playing. But here is Gold Sounds by Pavement. Go back to those gold sounds and keep my advent to yourself because it's nothing I don't like. Is it a crisis or a boring change when it's central, so essential? It has a nice ring when you laugh at the low life opinions and they're coming to out my pavement discussion i just want to say that this band has been absolutely influential of my taste and my personal feelings about college for the past two years of my existence at this college someone asked me the other day monty why do you like pavement so much and i really thought about that question now i'm going to answer it because i answered it in sort of a half-mannered way the reason why i like pavement so much is i feel like i can relate to their lyrics their lyrics are apathetic And I'm sort of apathetic as well in terms of my existence this past year at the college and my experiences at this college as well. Pavement really speaks to me. And their sound speaks to me as well. It's free-flowing. It feels like how I feel. And I guess that's a really personal experience that not many people can enjoy with music. But many people find their artists that, you know, makes them feel that way in a personal manner. And Pavement is that band for me. It's gotten me through so much. And the next band has as well. And the first song I'm going to play from Built the Spill's album, Keep It Like a Secret, is actually my favorite song of all time, period. And that song is Carry the Zero. It's incredibly hard for me to sum up in words why Carry the Zero is my favorite song. I could go on a rant for 20 minutes about how Doug March's interweaving guitar lines at the last 30 seconds of the album constitute some of the most fantastic guitar playing in a studio I've ever heard. I can compliment the singing and the vocal style about how it's cathartic and brooding. But truthfully, 
The reason why this song is so important to me and my favorite song of all time comes down to personal reasons. This song has been there for me through the entire past year and a half, through every single thing that has happened to me. And it's hard to really present a song that means that much to you in a manner that does it justice. But anyways, I'm going to try to. And here is Carry the Zero by Built the Spell. the last 40 seconds or so of that song because again I know the guitar sounds fantastic in that part but I really want to showcase the ending of this song because I believe it is some of the most sublime moments of music you will ever hear and you got to listen to the song in full to really get the full effect but this ending is just fantastic how the guitar is played is off the charts it is so precise and so wonderful and interweaving and here's gonna here's the last 40 seconds of Carry the Zero. I know this is a spin room first skipping through the song, but here it is. goes on for just a little bit more but as you can hear that guitar is just so cutting and beautiful and built this bill has a lot of these fantastic moments in their songs and carry the zero is just part of a larger collection on keep it like a secret and i know we're sort of running out of time here but it's just part of a larger collection on keep it like a secret as an album that presents built this bill at their most melodic and at their most commercial but it isn't commercial in the typical sense. These songs are so concrete and so fantastic, it's hard to get a grasp on. It's one of my favorite albums of all time, if not my favorite. But this next song, I want to play part of this next song too, later on in the song. And this is a song called Made Up Dreams. And it's off of Built the Spells album that came before this Perfect From Now On, which is another fantastic record. And the reason I want to play this is to show you how dynamic Built the Spill is as a band. Because they're still around, Pavement isn't. But here is part of Made Up Dreams by Built the Spell.
So as you can hear, that is the only key change in that song that drastic. And I think it's one of the most beautiful moments in music of all time. And the lyrics of that part is just fantastic as well. I want to read them off really quickly before we end this episode on another Built to Spill song. And the lyrics to that end of the song go, I'm already gone now. You were outside just waiting. I'm already nothing. You just noticed me fading. Which I think that's so eloquently beautiful in context of the rest of the album and the song. The album is absolutely just sparse, but really beautiful. And you should check Built This Built out and their entire discography out as soon as possible. So I want to thank you all for listening to the season of The Spin Room. I know it's been hard without James here. I've been running sound on my own. And I want to go out by playing In the Morning by Built the Spill off their album that came before Perfect From Now On, and that's There's Nothing Wrong With Love. This is In the Morning. Again, thank you for listening to The Spin Room. Thank you for giving us your time of day. Check us out on Facebook again. Please, we have some fantastic content there. This is In the Morning by Built the Spill. <laughs>